Welcome to the In the Church TV and radio broadcast where we are shining the light of God's Word in the church to discuss and resolve real everyday issues that are taking place around the world throughout the nation exposing the good, the bad, and the ugly as we engage in powerful conversations with our expertise, opinions, and revealing everything through the truth of God's Word on every topic imaginable. And so we thank you for joining us in the church on tonight. I am your host. 
Apostle Deron Shay Zorn, and I'm excited to be with you on tonight in the church. Amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We thank God, amen, for just a, another addition in the church on tonight. And even as, amen, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We're having another powerful topic um, back-to-back on tonight. And so we, we just bless um, the name of, of the Lord. Uh, we're getting ready. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We're, we're getting ready to, um, amen, talk about a men of power and we have such a dynamic a man of God with us on tonight, um, dynamic people of God. And I'm going to introduce him to you in a moment, um, word of God. But hallelujah, let us just go to the throne of grace once again. Oh, gracious God, we thank you that even as, oh God, we transition, Father God, in, into this new conversation on tonight, Father, that we thank you for just coming in to the broadcast and just continuing to have your way, oh, almighty King, and strengthen us, Lord God, in, in this conversation and allow your Holy Spirit to overshadow us and have his way um, so that, oh God, whatever is released on tonight, that it will penetrate the hearts and the minds of man so that, oh God, that um, that their lives begin to change um, forevermore as it line up, as it begins to line up with your very word of, of truth. Oh, gracious King, we thank you for words of penetration and activation that transform atmospheres. Oh, almighty King, in the name of Jesus, let your Lord God of let your voice be heard on tonight as you, O oh God, give us the words to say straight from the throne of grace. Have your way so that deliverance and breakthroughs, O oh God, can come forth. So that, O oh Lord God, that your people can rise up in the truth of your word and be everything that you called them to be, fulfilling the very purpose and proclaiming your promise. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My God, um. It is such a, a, an awesome time, a phenomenal moment um, in the in the church on tonight as um, we have this very, very um, um, powerful man that God is just using in, in so many different areas, and especially in the area of, of, of literacy. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I've just had the opportunity to, um, hallelujah, to kind of um, glance at just a snapshot at what God has been doing in him and through him. I've um, have had the honor, I've seen um, him in so many different um, places and spaces, just all over um, social media. And I mean, God is, when I say God is producing, um, God is producing in the masses, you know, in, in his life. Amen. Um, glory to God. And so he is, he is um, born and raised in Albany, Georgia. He is the oldest of four. Um, midway into high school, he moved to Macon, Georgia, to continue his education. The street life allured him into the darkness of sin. Soon he became involved with the wrong crowd and found himself trapped in a sinful state. A little afterward, he found himself standing before a judge for the crime Hallelujah. For the crime of robbery, this led to being confined to probation and committing 
several hours of community service with several restrictions. Shortly afterwards, he found himself behind bars for a warrant of arrest. A few days afterwards, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. A few days afterwards, an elderly man approached him with a Bible, and the voice of the Lord began to call. Within weeks, he found he was freed from all crimes and set free. After attending a local Bible study, a book was placed in his hand entitled The Divine Revelation of Hell. That night, he read the entire book and have and have his life and gave his life to the Lord as if an explosion sounded. This new life launched him on a mission of redemption. Many angelic visitations occurred and an unrelenting passion to please the Lord. A few months later, the Lord birthed the gift of writing within uh, within him and sent him on another mission to share the gospel through literature. Um, in April of 2016, under the leadership of Pastor E.L. Lindsay T. T.K. was anointed as youth minister and divine directions for his life was set. He is the author of over 17 books and the recipient of awards and Amazon best-selling status. His style of writing brings a fresh perspective of faith-based books in which he calls the spits with soul. His inspired writings wave together reality with the supernatural in hopes to plant a seed of the gospel. Often known for his memorable fictional characters and series included Charles Esquire Everson, The Pastor's Daughter, Ebony's Confession, If I Could, A Son's Plea, and The Up Close and Personal series. Outside of fictional writing, he, he employs inspirational and motivational and motivation through his devotion. His writing has reached coast to coast, Amsterdam, and parts of Africa. Many souls have been set free and delivered through his gift of writing. Outside of writing, hallelujah, the Lord birthed a hunger for souls and a passion to see others delivered from the darkness of sin at at this time. Amen. Um, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I want to introduce to the end of the church TV and radio broadcast family, um, none other than uh, minister, entrepreneur. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank um, you, Jesus. Um, speaker, Christian author, T.K. Ware. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome to the In the Church TV and Radio Broadcast, Dynamic Man of God. Thank you for having me on. It's an honor to be upon any platform. And as always, I'm just humble for the invite. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So on tonight, 
Um, we are talking about, or we're discussing a man of power. Amen. Um, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. And so with that being in mind, I, I, well, in our Men of Power series, let me say it this way. Glory to God, thank you, Jesus. Um, hallelujah. So with that being said, um, dynamic man of God, I'm just going to turn the platform over to for you to begin to minister to God's people about what it is that he's placed in your heart as it concerns men of power. Amen. Amen. Well, one of the things that the Lord has, and continues to deal with me on it, understanding our place in him, especially the men. Because when you look at the root word power, um, power is nothing mystic, but power in itself means authority. Well, if I don't know the authority I have, then I won't exercise it. Like take into consideration police officers. They are aware of the authority they have. Now, we are speaking about the good ones, you know, if you will. And they enforce that authority, and we respect that authority without even the usage of any type of uh, external force. What I mean by that is when we see the police officer ride by or when we see them park somewhere, if we are speeding, we automatically get ourselves in check. If we are doing something that's wrong, we automatically get ourselves in check without them having to signal us with their light. It's just their presence and what they represent, the power that rests with them. But see, the Bible says in the beginning was the word. It's over in the book of John. And the fourth verse says, in him was light, and that light was the life of men. Well, over in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, Verse 16, 15 to 16, it begins to say, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. But then Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are light. So what are you saying, TK? When we understand who we are and whose we are, then it gives us a measure of authority, a measure of power. But when God created Adam, he began to say in the book of Genesis, have dominion over this and over that. So God was telling the man the boundaries, if you will, of his authority. So when we understand who we are, first of all, we got to understand who we are. And our purpose is wrapped up in Christ because he said before we were formed in our mother's womb that he knew us by name. Then he said, I know the thoughts that I think toward thee, thoughts of peace and not of evil, but to give you an expected end. So what, what is that saying? That's saying that our purpose, our identity is wrapped up in Christ. So in order for us to walk in this authority he has endowed us with, then we must understand who we are. Then we can walk in our inheritance. And so we all have a past. You know, I've had a past riddled with mistakes, and if I just talked about everything I did wrong, then that would be books in itself. But as a matter of fact, it's not about me counting the mistakes I've made, but everything that I have encountered was leading me to a place where I can understand who I am and who I am in Christ. That doesn't mean that I am absent or that mistakes won't come across my dwelling, but it means that I understand my authority. I understand who I am in him. And by understanding who I am in him, then I know the power that he has invested in me. But the Bible said, whatever you shall bind, on earth shall be bound in heaven. 
So that's authority that everyone do not have access to. So people who don't have access to it, you can bind this and bind that and bind that, but heaven is not going to back you up. But Jesus said, my sheep hear me. They follow me. And a stranger they would not. Then he says, if you try to operate in a, a measure of authority that you have not been permitted to, he said that he will cast thee out. So the first thing is we must come to know who we are, you know, and before you can come to know who you are, then you have to first be in the house because the Bible said we were all born in sin, shaping in iniquity. So before you can access anything from the Lord, that's why he says, those that say, Lord, Lord, should not enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father. Well, in order for you to understand what the will is, you must be in the family. So get this here. We all know about wills, and when someone dies, then they write you in their will. And so it's upon their death that the will is implemented. But if you are not in that will, then you don't have access to that which the will presented. But the Bible says that Jesus rolled us in his will, died, then he got up to make sure that his will is fulfilled for those to whom are therein. So for anyone, they must first come through the gateway of repentance. You must acknowledge that who he is, acknowledge that he died and rose, born of a virgin, acknowledge that you are a sinner, Ask him to come into your life, change your life. And the moment you pray that prayer, the moment you enter therein, now you, you are here, right, you in the will. And so what happens then is now measures of authority that was already yours is now being given unto thee. So now you can walk in that self-same authority. You can declare a thing, and it shall be as you said. The Bible says you can call those things that be not as though they were, and heaven will back you up. But it's only when you understand that the power or the authority that you have is not even of your own. But it's because of your connection with Christ. And so our whole life has to be the epitome of, of who he desires us to be. For our purpose is not in drinking and smoking. And, and so many people run to those things. And so many people, and I know of so many people, and, and it hurts my heart when they say, the weekend hits, and I want to get drunk, or I want to do this. And I understand because I've been there. So they're searching or, or seeking some means of, of, of peace, some means to, to satisfy the tyranny of, of Monday through Friday and something to take their mind away from those things. So they run to alcohol. They run to drugs. They run to sex. They run to everything and not knowing that it's their soul that's yearning for the creator. And so when you don't understand that, then you're going to run to that bottle. You're going to run to that joint. You're going to run to that, that cocaine. You're going to run to those various types of drugs, and you're going to be addicted to the feeling that it gives you. But then once it leaves, then whatever problems you have is still there. When Jesus said, take above my yoke, he said, cast all your cares unto me. And all, everything that Jesus implements, is he's trying to get us to walk in his authority. He's trying to get us to, to, to do. He said, greater works you shall do than what I did. So he's trying to get us to, to walk therein. He's trying to get us to transform our mind. Romans says, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God. This is the apostle Paul speaking. Then he says, that you present your bodies holy and acceptable unto God. Then he said, this is your reasonable service. And the reason why he says this is your reasonable service, consider Jesus. And 
we understand for the most part, everyone understands everything that Jesus walked there in and how he came down and he was born of, of Mary and, and he began to do those things that the Bible speaks of. And when he came of age, then he came to a point to where he even told his mother, I was about my father's business when he was looking for me. And then the Bible says that he grew up in statue and the spirit led him into the wilderness in which he was tempted of the devil. And he come back everything the devil had to say with the word. It is written. It is written. It is written. So the first thing is you can't walk in that authority or that power until you know what is written. And so when Jesus moved beyond that test, he began to walk and he began to teach the things of the kingdom. And he began to declare. He began to heal the sick, raise the dead. And he said, we shall do these self same things, those that believe in his name. And so the second thing is the power that is waiting for us is waiting for our belief. So belief goes beyond a thought. It's when everything in you says truth. So everyone who has a mother, you don't believe or hope that's your mother. There is no doubt within you to say that this woman is my mother. It's because of the time you spent with her. Same thing with God. So we must spend time in his word. And the more and more we spend time in his word, then those miracles and those signs, then that fear that shall come upon those that don't know how to walk there and won't be there. So Jesus did all these things. And we understand that the last supper when he was sitting with his disciples and he said that someone at this table shall betray me. And they wondered, who, 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 who? Then he began to say, he who dips this bread in the cup with mine. And so we understand that story, and we understand it was Judas, and Satan entered him, and he began to do that which he was created to do. There's a message in that. And he sold him for, we know, the 30 pieces of silver. And then he came to Jesus, and he kissed him and betrayed him with the kiss, and the kiss identified him to the other. And Jesus, the Bible says he went as a lamb. So he, he went along with them. But get this here. They blindfolded our master. And they spit on them. And they, and they said, prophesy. Who did it? And they took him and they placed a crown on his head made of thorns. And they smashed it on his head. Not, not only the crown, but before they put the crown on him, they tied him down and they beat him. They stripped him of his clothing and they beat him in his back with a cat of nine tails. Now, to give you a visual of that thing, imagine having a whip with razors on the edge of it. And every time they would hit him in his back and rip back, the flesh on his back would rip apart. And they would constantly beat him, beat him, beat him. And the Bible said that you could not tell it was a man. Either. And yet, he never opened his mouth. He was full of power and full of the authority. And he could have called heaven and everything that was alive. But yet he held his own. And then they smashed the crown on his head and put a, a robe upon him, mocking him even the more. Then they go from there and they nailed him to a cross. And in order for Jesus to catch air, he had to lift himself up, take a breath, and hang on that old rugged cross. Then the Bible says that he had to willingly submit himself to death. So he took one last breath and cried out, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. My God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Because at that moment, he became the lamb that taken away the sins of the world. At that moment, he didn't feel the Father. He didn't feel heaven. He felt alone, and he became sin. 
and he died the death of sin for us all. But get this here, he got up. And he rose with all power. And now having endured all those things, then he turned to us and said, whosoever will. Because he came for the Jews, but they rejected him. Then he turned to us and said, whosoever will. Now the master did all these things to give us this authority and power. So that's why the apostle Paul says, I beseech you, brethren. In other words, I beg you by the mercies of God, by everything that is holy, that you present your bodies, a living sacrifice. We must die to our will and let his will be done. And he says, holy and acceptable. Then he says, this is your reasonable service because of what all the master endured, because of what all Jesus went through, and because everything he went through because he was trying to get us to that place where we could walk in that power. Having understood all of those things, then he says, this is your reasonable service. You owe him your body because he gave his body. You owe him your mind because he became that which we didn't have the courage to do. He died the death of sin so that we can live in him and fulfill that which he desires. And his desire is to see us walking in authority, walking in that self-same power, killing the sick, raising the dead, declaring and decreeing, walking as light ambassadors in this darkness of this world. Bless Jesus. <laughs> ah. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, he don't took us some places tonight. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. He don't took us some places. He don't walk us through this word. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, it said so so many different powerful things. Um, dynamic uh, man of God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, you talked about Amen. Um, we we having to learn um our identity, knowing our identity in Christ Jesus, and and no longer um identifying ourselves as the world has identified us, but being knowing Amen that we are made in the image and the likeness. Amen. Um, glory to God of, of of Christ, and so you deal with the you know the identity crisis, and you know you touched on that a bit, and how to um, find ourselves um, no longer dealing or operating in the identity crisis that that so many are dealing with um, throughout the world. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so, how to find yourself in Christ. So that you can know who you are and understand the power and authority that we walk in. Um, and so I just love it. So you got to know who you are. Yes. Amen. So that you can know the type of authority that you have. And amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And you got to get in the wheel. You got to get in the wheel. Amen. Thank And salvation. Glory to God. And through salvation that you can only get in the wheel the wheel. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. He said you got to get the word. He said you got to know the word. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The, 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 um, the word says uh, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Yes, yes. Glory to God. And so when you don't know what's in you, you when you don't know the word of God, you, you don't know his will. When you don't know the word, you don't know his will. 
And when you don't know his word and you don't know the will, you can't walk in the power thereof in the word. And so because of the lack of knowledge that you have of who you are and whose you are, Yes. We're dying senselessly, um, dying mentally, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, and even physical death, not fulfilling, not being in the earth operating in the dominion and the authority that the Father has given unto us. You said something, and amen, glory to God, and I'm on, I want you to elaborate a little bit on, uh, a little bit on you, uh, when you were talking, I just heard, I was um, in me was um, activation or what hit my spirit man was like voice activation or um, can I say faith activation or whatever. Where the guy you talked about how the power you said the power is awaiting for you um, to believe and once you believe, right, then you can operate in it. Yes, 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 yes. That was a powerful statement. <laughs> you said so many powerful statements, amen, glory to God. But, I, you know, I, I want to pause right here for a moment because, amen, um, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. I, I think that um, that this is a, a, a major in, in the body of Christ where um, we, we confess Christ. We confess Christ, but we lack operating in the power and the authority that he has given unto us through him conquering the grave as he, um, amen, um, glory to God, as he redeemed us. So, amen, we don't walk in the redemption power, amen, um, that has been given unto us. And, and, And the reason why I say that is because when we just, Overall, generally look at just the body of Christ at large, just the body of Christ at large, amen, uh, word of God. We can see that the power of God, we have so much form of godliness. Well, the, uh, the power of God is being denied. Why? Because we don't live holy lifestyles, you know, because um, holiness is, amen, word of God, um, it, it's still right, and, and if we're not holy, we can't flow, uh, operate in the power, um, amen, that God has given unto us because he's not going to dwell, amen, in, Lord God, in an unclean place. Yes. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, and and so the people of God, um, hallelujah, um, the, the people of God, we have to come into the place. I, I, earlier today I was, was talking and I was just telling them, you know, when he said, look, my, my grace is sufficient. It, it is made perfect. Um, in, in my power is made perfect in your weakness. And we, yes, we yes. got to learn how to become weak before God. Um, we have to learn to how to come before God naked, right, in our naked truth. Yes, yes, yes. And as we come before him in our naked truth, Lord, this is it. Amen, glory to God. You know, here's my wounds. Amen. You know, here's here's my pain. Here's my disappointment. Here, You know, here's my shame. We don't have to be strong before the Lord. We got to be oh, strong yeah. in him, but not before him. Yes, yes, yes. 
<laughs> and so if if we could um, learn to, you know, humble ourselves before God and just be weak before him, then his power, amen, his power can and can be made perfect in us and it will and we can walk, amen, um in the dominion and the authority. And so so many times, you know, we're trying to do it in our own strength and in our own might and in our own in our own power. And we're lacking. We're lacking. What we're lacking and that's where, you know, all the form um in, in what we see when amen, glory to God, when we can have, you know, leaders sleeping um, all over the place. We can have um, homosexuals, right, um, running rapid in in the church um, as well. You know, we can have, I mean, we just have things just all out of order. Um, You know, we can just live how we want to live. We just go, you know, drink and party and just think we show up at church and all is well, you know. and it's not. They can be just fornicated and commit adultery all over the place, and all is well with God. And 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 what we're denying the, the power. We're not yeah. dying to our flesh. You said something powerful. You said, "Look, <laughs> we got to present our bodies a living sacrifice." So, so we just I just want us to have conversation with those who just may be struggling to be that living sacrifice, one that's holy and acceptable, you know, yeah. unto the Lord, because many people under the deception that they are, that they're living um, before the Lord because they're in a routine or they're operating out of tradition, yes. but lack relationship. Yes. Amen. Amen. So let's have a conversation about that. Amen. Um, in Jesus' name. And one of the things that I have come to realize that a lot of uh, people, and when I say people, I don't exclude myself, you know, as if I have yet arrived, but a lot of people operate in fear over faith. And the moment you operate in fear, it prevents anything in the realm of faith from happening. Get Peter. Jesus was walking on water, and Peter said, if that be you, Lord, bid me to come. And Jesus bid him to come. And Peter walked on water. I I just want everyone to just pause for a moment. We're not talking about some angel that came from heaven. And now I'm not telling you to go out there and and walk on, try to walk on water. The Bible said, tempt not the Lord. So he he, he didn't call you to walk on water, so don't go out there trying to prove a point. But the the point, the revelation in, in what Peter did, Peter got out of the boat. Get this here. He got out of the boat. He got out of the circumstances, and he walked on water. He rose above his circumstance as long as his eyes was focused on Jesus. And the Bible says that he didn't take not one step, but he took more than one step. So that means that in the process, if we keep our eyes on Jesus, then whatever we are hoping for will come to pass. The moment Peter took his eyes off Jesus, and he began to realize, wait a minute, um, I'm a man. I'm human. Um, this is water. I'm not supposed to be walking on top of water. The Bible says he began to sink. But then Jesus picked him up. And the reason why he sunk is when, that's when fear touched him. 
Before fear touched him, he was walking in faith. And so we sometimes allow what our eyes behold, the things that we encounter and the things that, you know, we go through. And, and here's an example. Um, I remember when someone wanted me to come pray for their son, and I was ill in my body, you know, and I was going through what I was going through. And see, all the Lord needs is a willing vessel. And and because you said something, and it brought it back to my remembrance. And it was, it was the morning in which I was supposed to go pray for this guy's son. They had to rush him to the hospital. It was something wrong with his heart. Glory be to God. And I wasn't going to go. But then I heard the Lord say, when you, I am made strong when you are weak. And so I said, well, Lord, I'm going to go anyway then. And, and I went willingly. I put aside my own feelings. I put aside everything because, get this here, a lot of people are not going to read the Bible as you are or as we do, rather. But the Bible that they read is our lifestyle. So a lot of them believe in the God we serve based on how we serve them. That's why he said, let your light so shine. Because some people are so trapped in a place to where it's going to take the authority that we walk in for them to come on in. And so this individual saw something in me that said Jesus. And he, and he believed that if I prayed for his son, that he would be healed. Well, I had my own problems, you see. I had, I had my own things I was dealing with, but I had to put aside the things I was dealing with to fulfill the will of the Lord. And we went and prayed for his son. Only the unction of the Lord's spirit. And this man took his son to the hospital, and the heart murmur that was there, they, they could not find it anymore. And so I give glory to God because I could have missed out on what he wanted me to do. And that one prayer was the witness to that individual and his family to where they now Amen. walk there. So the Lord needs us to get out of our own will. So when the scripture says become a living sacrifice, get this here. That first of all, a sacrifice is something that dies. But but he Come said, on, I'm a so if I'm a living sacrifice, then that means something in me gotta die. Wait a minute. So if I'm dying today, I can't stay dead. Then between today and tomorrow, something in me gotta die. And between today and tomorrow, I gotta resurrect in some type of newness. Mm -hmm. So if if I'm lying today, I can't be lying tomorrow. If I'm fornicating today, I can't be fornicating tomorrow. I have to daily die and put off everything that's not like Jesus. And the more and more we die daily, the more and more that authority that is already waiting on us will begin to manifest in our life. Now, I was going through something in my back. And I bless Jesus for his healing virtue. And I was in so much pain. And I'm what you call a stubborn believer, you know, I, I, I'm going through so much pain, but I just held on. I said, well, the word says by his stripes I'm healed. So I constantly were calling the by his stripes I'm healed. And I was going to church and, and, and in so much pain. I'm, I'm still serving in, in, in that capacity. I think I was, I was ushering that night. I'm still, you know, because I, there is no task or nothing in the church that I find myself too little to do. If they ask me to clean up the bathroom, I clean up the bathroom. Come on now. It, so and it's not about me standing in the limelight or being this, that, and the other. I know who Amen. God called me, so I don't need certain titles to 
to justify who I am in him. And so I was in so much pain, but no one knew. And I'm I was using up so much icy hot. I think that week I made icy hot rich. I was buying so much icy hot and ice pads and putting them on my back, and and I had a sciatic nerve. Anyone know about a sciatic nerve? You're supposed to deal with that for the rest of your life. But mm-hmm. see, here's the thing: you can't accept what the doctors say. Now I'm not telling you. Now if your faith is not there, I'm not telling you to. Well, TK told me don't accept what doctors say, and no, you're going to be in, no, don't, don't do what TK say do unless you've been through what TK been through. You know, that's Amen. why every man is the measure of faith. And so the, 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 the man of God was preaching, and, and he began to say that, that, that what the Bible says, faith come by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So we have to position ourselves sometimes to be in the presence of God so that we can not only understand the authority that we have been given to walk in, but that we can receive other virtues. And the man of God said that he began to talk about healings and said that, well, if I'm talking about it, then that means that the Lord wants to heal somebody in here. And so I'm sitting over there in my little corner, and I grabbed a hold of faith. The Bible says faith come by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Amen. And so I took hold of it, and I received it. How do you receive, TK? You push out every form of doubt, even when the situation is present before you don't allow it to dictate what you believe you know you can be going through hell and hot water but don't allow what you're going through to dictate what god already said and if you can hold on to what god said then it shall manifest itself so i said well i received that i went home i went home looking for the pain i said well i know if i lay on this side it's going to shoot up my so i I didn't it, it didn't hit me i said okay well, if I, if I lay on my back, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come. It didn't hit me. And so I went to sleep. And the next day I woke up, I said, now, when I move, I know it's going to hurt at a certain place. And so when I got up off my, when I rose, there was no pain. And this has been, uh, this been several, this has been over a year. And it confounded not only the doctors because they said that you're going to deal with this rest of your life. And I couldn't accept that. I couldn't accept that. And so God gave me a healing because I can't tell people that God will heal you if he ain't never healed me. I can't tell you that he'll deliver you if he ain't never delivered me. He delivered me from the hands of the enemy, from behind bars. Amen. He delivered me from, from drinking. He delivered me from all these various things and gave me the authority so that I can walk in these things and not be affected by it. That's when you know you have been delivered, when you can walk in the presence of where you've been delivered from and not be affected by come it. On, man. Come on, And so, the moment you have received deliverance, then you can distribute deliverance unto others. And so we, as the body of Christ as believers, we must not allow ourselves to be so caught up in titles, but we must allow ourselves to be caught up in being a witness for the Lord because mm-hmm. he said that all I need is a willing vessel. Um, I have your name written, but I just need someone who can believe me. I need someone to go here and go there, go into the hedges and highways and compel men to come. For the kingdom is at hand, and it's up to us as believers to walk in all the fruit of the Spirit and to bring in that which the Lord wills. And in doing so, he'll smile upon us and begin to reveal portions of the anointing and portions of our destiny in him. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love it. I love it. He brought back up again, you know, operating in the measure, amen, of 
of, of authority. And, you know, even as you were talking, he said, look, you know, hey, man, if, if he ain't called you to it, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or let me say it this way. If you don't have a faith, if your mm-hmm. faith level ain't there. Yeah. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We can't, um, the power is manifested, right, according to the measure in which you believe. Yes. yes. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm, 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 I'm recalled, um, amen, um, a man who had took his son to the disciples. Yeah, yeah. And the disciples had cast out demons before, right? <laughs> but at this particular time, you know, Jesus had to went out here and went out to the mountain, amen, glory to God. And so he was coming back and he brought his son back um, to, to, to Jesus. And he was like, look, I brought my son to your disciples. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't cast out the um they couldn't heal him they couldn't cast out uh, the demon that was uh, that he's dealing with amen yeah. and so jesus jesus amen he he called out the demon and the little boy and amen glory to god and, and the little boy was healed instantly amen and so he he looked at the disciples, you know, where they asked why they couldn't cast them out, and he was like, "Yeah, little faith, amen." Yeah, yeah. Glory to God, thank you, Jesus. And so, and I'm bringing this out because it did, it wasn't that they did not have the power to do so. Amen. 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 Uh, and it, it wasn't that they was being asked to do something even that they had not done before, because just yeah. two chapters over. Christ had given them the power, amen, to cast out demons, lay hands on the sick, and so forth. And they went and did that, and they even came back with the report. Yeah. But here they are in a whole other situation. Yes, yes. And they could not perform because of their lack of belief. And he was like, how long do I have to be with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, hallelujah. And he said something. He said, glory um, to God. He said, look, faith comes by hearing. Mm-hmm. Faith comes by hearing. Amen. Glory to God. And, um, and as we hear, amen, we believe. And because I believe, I do. I operate. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, glory to God. In that in which I believe. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And it's something about belief because sometimes we'll say that we believe. Amen. But our action shows, um, really, really shows do we believe. Yes. And so we have to stay in that, in that amen, glory to God. Our faith is supposed to grow. Right, this is what I was getting. So, amen, glory to God. We're called to go from faith to faith. Amen, glory to God. Amen. So the the faith that I, I, I needed for yesterday's trial, and, and it got me over. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, amen. Um, today's trial is it, it, going to require, amen, a, a whole other uh, measure of faith because God want to mature us 
in, in our faith because um, he talked about greater works before. Amen. Yes. Glory to God. He said there's greater works that we must do, but our in order for us to get to the greater works, we got to have greater faith. Yes, yes, yes. And, and each man is given a measure of faith, but as he's given us a measure of faith to start with, that measure of faith grows as we taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. As we experience or encounter situations and circumstances, and we, amen, Lord God, we, we don't doubt God. We trust God. We, we believe in what it is that God said, and we stand on in the firmness of God's word and move thereof in spite of what the situation is, showing, guess what, amen, glory to God, I, I, I believe it's my actions that tells um, that, that tells where my measure of faith is. Have I matured in this particular uh, place in my faith? Am, am I ready? Amen. Um, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, to move to the next dispensation of, of faith um, that I need to walk in or, or grow in. And so we are put in the fire. Our faith is, amen, glory to God, our faith is revealed when we're put in the fire. Yes. Yeah. You're put in the fire. And when you're put in the fire, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, um, I always tell you guys, one or multiple of the fruit of the Spirit, <laughs> glory to God, is being, um, it, it, it's being tested. Uh-huh. It, it's being tested. It's being developed right there in the fire, amen, because he put, he put us in the fire um, glory to God, um, thank you, Jesus, so that when you come out of the fire, only thing that's going to be left is that which is pure. Amen. That which is pure. Amen, glory to God. And so it, while, while we're there, it, yeah, it's extremely hot in fire, and um, glory to God. So everything that is not of God is it, supposed to, like, die right there in the fire, but you got to die to yourself. Yes. You got to crucify your flesh, got to be crucified. Amen. And that comes with humbling yourself. Just like you said, you got to know the word so that this is not the action or the behavior that God requires. Amen. This this is not the characteristics of a child of God, of an heir to the kingdom of God. And when, um, amen, the vain imaginations, you know, come up, we have to cast those things down, cast down every vain imagination that puffs itself up against the knowledge of God. Here we go again. You got to learn God's word to know God's word. Amen. Glory to God to know that what it is that um, the thoughts and things that's coming um, to your mind, being able to um to discern or understand is this is if this thought is of God or is it of not or is it one of my flesh? So that you can make the appropriate decision. Because yeah. you 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 have the authority. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. He gave us amen. Um amen. He, you have the authority to choose which road you're gonna take. The road of life or the road of death. Yeah, I, I give you Authority. 
Amen. And he said, glory to God. He, he give you the authority to choose. And yeah. so in making the right choice, it's important that I know the word. That's why personal relationship with the Lord is very, very vital. That, you know, our prayer life got to get in order. Amen. Glory to God. Our um, studying the word of God. Amen. Glory to God. Um, like, hallelujah, like every day um, is it, vital um, in our lives. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday morning service and, and Bible study is not enough. Amen. It's, it's Amen. not enough to equip you in what it is that, that God has um, called forth in your life. It's not enough to equip you to fight against the wiles of the enemy. Amen, word of God. And so we get the, this this power that he's given unto us, the power, amen, word of God, thank you, Jesus, um, um, hallelujah. It is it's necessary so yes, that, yes. amen, we can overcome, amen, the works of the enemy. He told, Jesus told the um, disciples this, amen, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. He said, behold, I give you authority to trample over the serpent and the scorpions and all and and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing yes. shall by any means hurt you. Amen. Glory to God. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But again, I'm going to go back to what the man of God said. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It comes down to our faith. Where am I in my relationship with God? Because that is in the correlation to where my faith is in God. Amen. In the name Amen. of Jesus, God. So we got to die to live. <laughs> yes, yes. You make God. Yes, yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, oh, my God. So, go ahead. I, um... Speaking from because there may be a lot of people listening who who uh, maybe on the I would call it the outskirts of his glory. What I mean by that is trying to figure this thing out on your own. And I can speak from that area because I was the one who I wasn't raised up per se in the church, you know. And I, I ventured off, and I didn't venture off because I lived in a terrible family. I lived I lived in a family in my household, everything was provided. So it wasn't that I was lacking affection or lacking this or lacking that. You know, it wasn't that I was seeking a means to to make ends meet. But I ventured off trying to fit in, trying to be with friends. And it led down it led me to drinking. It led me to smoking. It it led me to clubbing. It led me to illicit Acts that that did not promote godliness, it led me down a pathway, and it was when I was confined within a cell, you know. And, and I often tell so many that you don't have to go down the route I went down. You don't want to go through hell and high water for the Lord to get your attention, because He's going to tug on your heart and keep tugging and tugging and tugging, and it's not going to always be an audible voice from the heavens. Now that's it, it can happen that way, but it's not it's not going to always be that. But he placed people in your life to share this and share that. 
And so if you're ever around individuals and they're talking about the Lord, talking about this or talking about that, then before you can access anything concerning Jesus, then you must come through the gateway of repentance. You must come through that. And the moment you come through that gateway, you are welcome. So you must first acknowledge him and welcome him into your life. And we must get be mindful of not to go to worshiping of angels. The Bible speaks about that, you know, because you can't worship angels and never have invited the Lord into your life. So, so what happens then is we place angels or entities on a level, and Jesus is not even a center. And whenever we turn toward anything and Jesus is not the center, then we make that thing or that entity a God. And he said that you shall have no other gods before me. So sometimes we can make our job a God, or we can make various things a God. And, and then we want to operate in power, and we, we want to operate in, in, in the authority in which he has given us, and we wonder why everything seems to go wrong. We wonder why we can never make ends meet. We wonder why bills are constantly due. We wonder why all calamity is happening. And I'm going to tell you why. Until you accept Christ into your life, then there are no promises laid up for you. The Bible says that the promises, the wealth is even laid up for the righteous. So Jesus, and then Jesus says that all this is yours, but I can't just give it to you because if I bless you before you let me in, then you will fall in love with the blessing and not the blessor. So in order for you to get this authority, in order for you to get these promises, you must first change your lifestyle because I can't get no glory out of this. I can't get no glory out of this. Every time you turn around, you're drinking, you're smoking, you're doing everything that's promoting evil, you're doing everything that's promoting sin, or you're doing everything and so the slogan that so many use is I'm grown or I'm single, I can do what I want to do, or I'm not married, I can, I can go do this, or I had, a, I had a long day, I feel like drinking. I feel like drinking some and naming bearers alcohol, often to go get this. But then on Sunday, I'm going to praise the Lord. The Bible, you can't serve light and darkness. And darkness is not necessarily evil per se, as in witchcraft, but darkness is alienation from truth. So I can't, I can't serve Jesus on Sunday, but then Monday through Saturday, I'm serving myself and this female and that female or, or, or however you want to mix it. But we have to... We have to, the Bible said, choose ye this day whom you will serve. You know, we, we can't pick and choose our poison and then wonder why all calamity is breaking loose. The Bible says that he provides for us, those who are righteous, those who are called according to his name. And get this, over there in Jeremiah, when he said, I, I know the thoughts that I think toward the thoughts of peace, and I don't even give you an expected end. Jesus is saying that, I have a path of expectation for you, and this path will blow your mind. But I can't give you or lead you down this path until you first change your way. Now, when Moses was at the burning bush, ah, glory to Jesus, and the angel of the Lord said, take off thy shoes. The ground in which thy standard on is holy. And Moses did that which he commanded. Well, over there in the book of Joshua, Joshua, who was the predecessor of Moses, he was raised up by Moses, and he met an angel, and Joshua pulled out his sword, are you friend of, are you for us or against us? 
Then the angel said, I am neither. I am the captain of the host. And told him to loose, thy, loose the latchet off my shoe. So in both incidents, instances, the Lord was telling him to change your ways. Because by taking off your shoes, he was telling him, change the way you are going because the way you are going is not where I want you to go. And so we must allow the Lord to lead us. The Bible says that the steps of a righteous man, and when it says man is not limited to gender, but the steps of a righteous man or woman are ordered by the Lord. And so what does that mean? That means that that pathway of expectation, he will order us, he will lead and guide us, but we must first change, we must first loose the latchet off our shoes because the destination we're going in is not where he wants us to go. The pathway we are taking is not what he desires for us. So all calamity is striking because, get this here, Jesus, Job, the Bible says that he was a perfect man. And I hear so many people, and nobody is perfect. But then I say, well, get this here. You got to understand what perfect means. Perfect is not without flaw. But perfection that he's speaking of is maturity. Because if it was without flaw, then the Bible says that Job was perfect. Then it also said Enoch was perfect. Well, these two were men born from a woman. They were human, not angels, but human beings. So if it was talking about being perfection, then the Bible said we were all born in sin. So this perfect that the Bible speaks about is maturity. And so the Bible says that, that Job, and we know the story that the enemy attacked everything that had to do with him. I mean, touched his finances. It's early in the book you read where he touched his finances, and, well, then he touched his family, and then touched his Touched his loved one when his wife said, curse your God and die. But Job held on. And then it got so bad to where the enemy began to touch his body, and Job held on. But then the enemy began to, to touch even those that were around him, trying to get him to, to renounce his hope, renounce his faith. But Job held on. Job held on, and the Lord blessed him in the latter end, doubled than what he did in the beginning. So what are you saying, TK? That when all calamity is, is hitting you, you're in the right place for a miracle. When everything is going wrong, you're in the right place for a miracle. When people are talking about you, when people are doing everything to you, hold your peace, hold your tongue, because you're in the right place for a miracle. Why do you say that? Okay, Psalms 23, we know it. It says, it says over there, David wrote it, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But this is the part I want you to, I want you to key in on. It says that thou preparest a table before in the presence of my enemy. Wait a minute. What are you saying? That means that you need people that don't like you. You need people that talk about you. You need these things. Why? Because, because the Lord will bless you in such a measure to make them know that there is a God on her side or his side. So we must not be so focused on what people are saying or doing, but as long as we walk this walk, hold on to faith then God will get the glory. But we must allow ourselves to not be controlled by the element, not be controlled by our circumstance. And I, I'm speaking from experience. You know, that was many, many, many years ago. I would allow the things I was dealing with tamper with my faith. But then I had to grab, sometimes you got to speak to yourself and say, TK? Well, actually, I said Ken. That's what the K stands for. Look here. The, uh, you're going to get it right. Now, the Bible says this. And so this is what I would say. I'm not telling you to do it. I would say, well, either the Bible line or I'm lying. 
And the Bible is not lying, so I'm lying, believing this lie, saying that I can't make it. I can't get over this. I can't get over that. And the moment I decided to believe everything that's in the book, everything that the Lord has spoke, everything, and the more and more you submerge yourself in the word of God, then it push out every piece of fear because fear is nothing but false evidence appearing real, and it's a spirit. It's a mindset that we have adopted. Why do you call it a mindset? Because God said, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but of love and power of a sound mind. And spirit is not nothing, nothing, uh, no entity, but spirit means mindset. So God is saying, I did not call, I did not give you them thoughts of fear. Because why are you afraid when I am the God? I am the Lord of, this is what he said, I am the Lord of all flesh. Then he said, is that anything too hard for me? So we must position ourselves in alignment with what the word of God has already said. And the moment we position ourselves then, that which we hope for, it's not a matter of if it comes, it's just a matter of when it comes, because it shall come if we hold on, as Job and as many other men and women of God in the Bible and as men and women of God do to this day. Bless Jesus. So as you can see, I'm kind of full. So the epitome of everything I've said is to put your trust in the Lord. And Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you. I'm just talking away, and my fault. My, I'm on mute over here. Amen. Michael, <laughs> mute. Blessed be the name of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. The Word of God says, "Buy the truth and do not sell it." Amen. Glory <laughs> to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, do not sell it. Amen. Gaining wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Amen. Um, glory to God. We gotta, Amen. Receive. We gotta get in the Word of God and receive. Conceive. Y'all know. I I I love talking about birthing, but we got to conceive this word of God. Um, yeah. The word also tells us, it says, sanctify them in the truth, the truth of your word. Why? Amen. Because it's in the truth of God's word 
Amen. Um, glory to God, that's going to set us free. The word tells us the truth shall set you free. Amen. Yeah. It said you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And so we got to come into the knowledge of the truth so that we can walk in the power there is. Amen. Glory to God, too many of us are walking around and living um, uh, and, and under words in, in under words of, of deception and lies because we're living lives based upon our situation, circumstances, based upon words that other people have placed upon us, the way that society have labeled us. Right, yeah. and and, yeah. and and we're walking in a limited space and, and place of, of power or the lack there is, and, and and because we have accepted lies and deception, and because of fear, he he talks about Amen. We got the mindset of fear. You know, um, when you begin to talk about that man of God, it made me think about um, King Saul, Amen. Yeah, yeah. who had power. Amen. Who had authority, who had dominion, Amen. Yes. Um, glory to God. As he as he held to the word of God and operated in the will of God, but when he became fearful of man, yes, it it caused God to reject him. <laughs> and amen, Lord God. And in the rejection of God, um, when God rejected him because he exceeded man over God. Yeah. He lost his power. He became yeah. a powerless king. Come on yeah. now. Yes. Oh, my God. He became a powerless king. And so, you know, what? what's the, um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Why, amen, what's the point in having um, the, the, the title but no power behind it? Yes. No authority in it. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, glory to God. And so that's why we got to get in line in the word and the will of God. Amen. And fear, the only fear that we should have is uh, fearing the Lord alone. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We got to fear he, amen, um, who dictates where our soul go. Man, man don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. Amen. And so, amen, glory to God. And so you, you shouldn't have no fear of them. And the word also says, you know, if God be for me, who who can be against me? Yes. Amen. Glory to God. Who who, who can stand, can't nothing stand against you when God is for you? When you know that God is for you, you understand that God is for you. You're going to always, always, always find yourself in a place of victory. Amen. When you walk in the truth of, of God's word, because God is responsible for, for his word and his word alone. That yes. is where, amen, glory to God. Um, he said, look, my word is not going to come back to me void. It's going to accomplish the very thing in which, amen, I sent it forth to do. Glory to God, you are the very spoken word of God. As he told Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Uh, before you was born, I sanctified you or I set you apart. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, hallelujah. And that's why we gotta get we gotta get the word of God. We gotta hear the word of God. We gotta hear, Amen. We we got, Amen, the prophetic word of God from um Genesis to Revelation. But then there's some personal and intimate things, Amen, that God has just specifically spoke about you that He yes. needs you to get before Him so that you can hear. Amen. Glory yes. to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, what it is that he's proclaimed for your life. 
amen, uh, glory to God, so that you can walk, so that you may walk in his word. You may live in his word. It's when we're moving and operating in the word of God, amen, glory to God, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, that's when, amen, our foes are defeated. That, that's when, amen, um, um, we live the victorious life. If you recall yes. Israel, as long as they was in line and in tune and in step with the word of God, every foe that came up against Israel was defeated. Yes. We find King David, a man after God's heart. He never lost a battle. Why? Amen, glory to God. It, it wasn't that he was faultless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> amen, glory <laughs> to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, amen. But he knew how to repent before God. Amen. When he, anytime he came out of line, glory to God, and, and change and turn, he knew how to turn. When he repented, he turned from that behavior or action. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you. And he did them no more. And he found himself getting in line in the word and the will of God. Yeah. Now, he, he talked about those that was on the outskirts. Amen. And I wanted to I want to encourage those. Amen. Glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. Because sometimes you may feel I am not worthy. Amen. Um, that you may not be worthy to come to the Father, but I'm here to tell you because He's your creator. It, he he created you, he formed you for such a time as this. He knew every mistake that you ever was going to make. Yes. He knew every decision that you was going to take. He said, look, I said before you life and death, amen, but I want you to choose life. He said, I want you to choose life, but he knew, amen, that there was some, there was some steps that we were going to take, some directions and paths that we were going to go that was going to we go down through the path of destruction, amen, um, or take the path of death. But the mere fact that you didn't die in that. Amen. You, amen. You made the wrong it shows you that number one, he loves you unconditionally. That he don't want you to die in the mess. He don't want you to die in the wrong mistake that you made, but he wants you to learn out of that mistake that he is God God all by himself. Amen, word of God, and that he is all that you need. He he is the great I am. He is the amen. He is the sufficient amen one um for everything. He said, David said that the Lord is my shepherd. And so, amen, word of God, he wants you to come to that place and understand that you, that he is your shepherd. And anything that you want, you can get for him. Many times we go off the beacon path because we think we're going to find what we need from God in other places and other things. And and as soon as we get in March and those things, we quickly find that they don't have, it don't have the substance that we need, amen, to save, deliver, to set us free, to fill any void that we have, to heal any hurt or pain or shame or anything of that nature that we have come into that's causing us to operate and form in a man to be powerless over our situation but the moment that you'll turn your heart to say oh hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god don't don't turn your don't harden your heart glory to god to the word of god up your heart he said knock at the door and if he would answer, he will come in and, and dine with you. And, and the, the great thing about him coming in to dine with you, amen, he's going to feed you, amen, God, he, he's going to feed you that which satisfies. 
He's gonna fill your void. You'll, Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You'll, you'll, you'll never thirst again. He's gonna, you get to drink from the cup of of, of living water. Amen. And and, and you'll thirst um, no more. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so He'll He'll sustain your life, but you gotta be willing to turn yeah. unto Him. You gotta be willing to answer the call because He's calling. His arm is open wide. He's waiting on you. God is saying, daughter, I'm waiting on you. Son, I'm waiting on you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God to just to just come come back to me. Amen. To come unto me. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. In spite of all that you've done. Because guess what? He's a forgiving God. He's, he's a forgiving God. If you're faithful to the Amen. Thank you, Jesus. He's faithful enough. Amen. Um, Lord to God, thank you. To forgive you. Amen. Of your sin. My God, because he's a forgiving God. Um, in the majestic name of Jesus. Hallelujah. My God. God wants to do some great things in your life. Hallelujah. Um, mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I'm going to give it over to the man of God in a moment because I'm about to go somewhere. Amen. Um, I'm going to give it to the man of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we're going to offer, amen, to God. This is the greatest gift, amen, the greatest gift ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, for those who have not received the Lord as their personal Lord and Savior. Glory to God, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh, man of God. Um, is it, do you have any final more things to say? Amen. Glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. The last thing, the final thing I would say, um, just to piggyback on um, Saul, and we, you know, we ministered this um, a few weeks ago. Um, and for those who, those and I'm gonna run through it on the first Samuel 15. When God told Prophet Samuel to go tell King Saul to utterly destroy the Amalekites, and I know some of you out there are probably Amalekites. Amalekites was this this group of people when the children of Israel were coming out of Egypt and they was traveling. The Amalekites ambushed them from behind, and God remembered. So the first thing it's only two points I got. The first point is. Don't worry about when people do you wrong. God always remember. He says, vengeance is mine. I will repay. And so it's when King Saul became king. God told Prophet Samuel, go tell King Saul to utterly destroy the Amalekites. I remember what they did to my people way back then. So King Saul went and did what Samuel said. Well, Prophet Samuel came back and said, what is this bleeding I hear in my ear? In other words, he heard the sheep, he heard the oxen. Well, he disobeyed. The second thing is don't allow your circumstance or situations or people to cause you to disobey what God has told you to do. Mm-hmm. Amen. The final thing is, and this is the most critical thing, when Prophet Samuel asked him, what is this bleeding I hear in my ear? And King Saul said, Prophet Samuel said, well, did you do what the Lord said do? And King Saul said, yes, yes, but, 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 mm-hmm. but. We we spared we spared the best of the officers. We spared the king because the people, the people, the people. And the third thing is don't allow people to cause you to miss your blessing. And so because of that that act of disobedience, the Bible said that the kingdom was rent from King Saul and he lost his title. 
because he allowed disobedience and he allowed people to persuade him to go against what God said do. So never allow people to lead you astray. And it's easy. I'm telling you it's easy. I've been there. It's easy to try to want to fit in. And you know people in your circle are not for God. And so if you're trying to gain a grasp and understanding of who God is, then you shouldn't allow someone who has, who is so far away from doing anything that the Lord says do to lead you astray. So don't get caught in places because the Bible says misery loves company. So if I always often tell, if I'm not leading them, then they're leading you. So somebody's leading the other. And so always stand firm in what God has said. Stand firm in what the Bible declares it, and stand firm in the promises because it's, it's not a matter of they will not come. No, if that's to be the case, then God is a liar. He's not a man that he should lie. So if he said it, if you can hold fast to it, hold on to it, and don't waver, then it will come to pass. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, hold on your faith. It, it it will come to pass. Amen. Glory to God. Don't waver with the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Move by faith. Move in faith in what it is that does says the Lord, even if you have to go, even if you just have to do it. Amen. All by yourself because you just want to please the Lord. The Lord says, amen. Glory to God. He said, um, obedience better than sacrifice. Yes. Amen. God don't sacrifice is, you know, God don't decide. It, it is our obedience. Amen. And and we obey him because we love him. Amen. That's where our obedience comes from. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, hallelujah. So let us become um those who love the Lord enough that we would obey his very word. And through the obedience of of walking in the word of God and the will of God, we move in the power and the authority. We can begin to move in the power and authority that God has given unto us. Amen. Subduing so our foes, slaying the giants, causing mountains to move. Amen. In the name of Jesus. But, 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 uh, there, there, there's a requirement. Amen. And, and that first requirement before you can move in as the heir in the kingdom of God. Amen. Before you can move and operate in the power of God, um, salvation, you must have salvation. Salvation, amen, glory to God. Uh, we must have a, accepted our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus as your Lord and Savior, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And, and it's simple. It's like in Romans um, 10, right, um, Romans chapter 10, 9, 9 um, through 10, the, the word says, if you declare with your mouth that, yeah. that Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. But it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So if, if you believe that, amen, hallelujah, you will confess it with your mouth. According to the word of God, you are 
saved. Amen. In the name of Jesus, glory to God. And I'm just going to go ahead and, amen, and, and, and do the sentence prayer with you right here, right now. Um, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. Just, amen. To say, dear Lord, I admit that I'm a sinner and I've done many things that don't please you. I have lived my life for myself only and, and I'm sorry and I repent. I ask for forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me to save me. And I believe that he was raised from the dead. And I ask you to take control over my life as I give it over to you from this day forward. I, 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 I give you um, the right to lead me and, and guide me in your truth so that I may please you. I love you, Lord, and I thank you that I will spend eternity with you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So if you have done as what the word says, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Amen. Um, glory to God that, that God raised Jesus from the dead. Then you are saved, and we want to welcome you to the kingdom of God, the body of Christ. I definitely encourage you. I'm praying for you. Amen. Praying for you. And I encourage you to find a, a Bible teaching church. Amen. Yeah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, that God will lead you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lead them. Amen. Order their steps according to your word. Lead them to the place and the destination of a, of a church home, God, um, that will teach them to how to rightfully divide the word of truth, Lord God, so that they may hide your word in their heart, that they may not sin against you, so that they may walk in, in your power, so that their light can shine among men so that you can be glorified, Father, in the majestic name of Jesus. My God, amen, amen, and amen. Before we leave here on tonight, I do want to make sure you guys can contact the man of God. Um, amen, glory to God. Like I said, he, he is doing so much um, in the, the world of literacy, and, and God is just using him all over the world um, to impact lives and bring believers together um, to help encourage, empower, um, motivate, educate others, amen, um, um, to living um, life, amen, um, Christ-like, amen, to become the very reflection of our Lord and Savior, um, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. So, man of God, can you let the listeners know how can they come in contact with you? Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Um, for, for the most part, you can find me on Facebook, TK Ware. Um, I try to respond as possible. There are a lot of messages that I just don't get to. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, at TK Ware. Um, I try to respond often, um, but there, you know, if I don't get to your response right away, I will. Um, you can reach me at my email. The Gospel Writer at gmail dot com. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn, and you can find me on Twitter every now and then. But for the most part, you'll find me around Facebook and Instagram. Or if you're not savvy on that wise, just reach out to me through my email, The Gospel Writer, just like the song Gospel Writer W R I T E R at gmail dot com, and of course through the website www.insightful.com. So somewhere between those 
arenas, you'll find me. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And just real quickly, can you give us just brief information because we didn't even get to talk about that much or I mentioned it as a whole, I mean, your your business, Insightful Creation Publication. Um, you can, I think I have a flyer floating around on Facebook or maybe Instagram. Um, Insightful Creation Publication is a Christian organization that specializes in literacy for um, fiction, nonfiction, of course, poetry, everything centered around the biblical scripture, let your light so shine. So if you have ambitions or desires, or if the Lord has told you to write a book, contact me. Send me a message. Send me an email, and I will have a representative to contact you so that we can birth that hope that you have in you out. Um, we also <laughs> design and it, whatever you need design. Contact us, and if we can't do it, we know who can do it. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, um, it, it is so much that, um, that's that been poured out, amen, in, in this episode, and and even more that just wasn't able to um, get the opportunity um, to talk about a minister about, but I'm surely God's people will be blessed, amen, with what was released. We want to thank you so much for joining us in the church on tonight, um, Dynamic Man of God. Thank you for having me. Once again, the honor is mine. We want to thank you for joining us in the church on tonight. As we have had a phenomenal time, we look forward to greeting you in the church next week. But until then, let us connect on our social media platform. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at In the Church. Also on Twitter at In the Church Live. We look forward to continuing our conversation with you. You can also go to our website at www.inthechurch.com. Come to re-listen to this program in addition to email your thoughts, your comments, and any show topic requests. So we look forward to connecting with you, dynamic people of God. As always, let us continue to follow the word of truth so that we will be set free. Until next time, people of God, we look forward, amen, to meeting you in the church. Let us go in the love, joy, peace, favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have convened in the church. Amen, amen, and amen. And bless you, bless you, bless you, dynamic man of God. Thank you so much for joining us um, tonight in the church. Hello.